What's going on, everybody? Rick Versace Jr. here, host of the Wheels Up Business Travel Podcast, as well as the Director of Business Development with A1A Airport and Limousine Service. Uh, Today is a very special episode for the Wheels Up Business Travel Podcast because it is officially the first episode of the Business Travel Podcast, so we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, Just to give you a quick background, the goal of the show is to talk to people all across the business travel landscape, whether that be corporate travel managers, meeting and event planners, uh, business travelers themselves, and to learn a little bit more about how they got to where they are in the industry and learn some of their recipes for success along the way. Uh, Today, we will be talking with Steve Politziner. Steve is the president of Good Karma Brands, owner of ESPN Radio West Palm Beach, and longtime client of A1A. So Steve has been gracious enough to agree to be our uh, first guest on the show. And he also has a ton of experience in the broadcast industry himself. So uh, he was able to give me a few pointers along the way. So uh, just to tell you a little bit more about Steve, uh, Steve actually is a pretty frequent traveler himself in his role with Good Karma Brands. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about what it takes to run such a large, successful organization like ESPN Radio and Good Karma Brands. Uh, we also get into how he's able to balance such a demanding schedule as well as still spend time uh, you know, playing golf with his wife and enjoying sporting events with his children on top of all of his other uh, you know, business responsibilities. So let's just dive right into it. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy the show and please, please, please leave us some feedback to let us know what you thought, uh, if you you know found anything helpful, if you thought the show was interesting, entertaining, if you hated it completely, or if you have any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear in the future, let us know. Or even if uh, you know you'd be interested in being a guest on the show yourself, feel free to leave that in the comments as well, and uh, we'll reach out. Uh, that, or you can go ahead and shoot me an email at rickjr at a one a limo dot com. That's Rick. R-I-C-K-J-R at A, the number one, A, limo.com. All right, sounds good. We hope you guys enjoy the show. All right, everybody. So today I have uh, Steve Politziner from ESPN Radio here with us on the, the podcast. And Steve's been one of our clients for, what has it been, Steve? Over 10 years or, or a long time at this point. Yeah, decade decade plus, Rick. And uh, thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk to you today. Yeah, of course. And uh I was telling Steve earlier, I, I said, you know, this is one of the first shows of the podcast. And since he's been one of our clients for you know, so long, one of our longest clients, it only made sense for him to be one of the first guests on the show. So I appreciate you uh, taking the time to, to do this with me. Well, I'm honored and do, do anything for you guys. You've, um, you know, when you're in the transportation and hospitality business and you have schedule that some of us have where you have to get to places for important meetings and conferences you know you really need people that you can trust and you know the track record that a1a has had um taking care of me taking care of my team taking care of my family um i am uh, you know i couldn't speak enough volumes enough about you know the, the first class treatment that we've received over the years thanks man well we appreciate that appreciate the kind words and well it's all true yeah, your team's very easy to work with too, so it makes our job easy for sure. Great, so good to hear. Uh, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Uh, I, I mentioned that you're with ESPN Radio, but uh, tell us, you know, tell everyone what your role with ESPN uh, Radio is, and kind of also the origin story leading up to, you know, where you've gotten to where you are now. 
Sure. Well, you know, the company that I am, uh, you know, most associated, of course, with ESPN and ESPN Radio, uh, the company that we own, Good Karma Brands, we're actually like the largest affiliate or what, what ESPN would call their best in class operator of ESPN assets. So we're a private company that we affiliate with ESPN. So we own radio stations around the country um, that we operate uh, under the ESPN moniker. Um, but then over the years have expanded that into uh, other assets that we manage on behalf of ESPN, such as the Boca Raton Bowl, which we know you guys is always uh, had you know great involvement with, as well as uh, we represent all the digital inventory in the country right now for ESPN, digital, ESPN.com, and the ESPN app. All of that really started with this, like just talking on the radio. I wanted to be a sports talk host as a kid, along with my business partner. And our real interest was talking sports. And we ended up doing, having the chance to do it, talk sports, and also went into the business side. Um, I did a daily radio show from 1998 to 2008 doing anything where anywhere from two to four hours a day on air, talking sports, talking life, laughing, doing guy talk. And, uh, you know, at the same time running the business and we started in a little market of Madison, Wisconsin, and then ended up expanding to more and more markets around the country. I moved to Florida in 03 with the launch of ESPN radio here. We purchased a signal and brought ESPN to South Florida, continued to do the radio show for five more years while also managing the business. And uh, since then, gone off the air day to day, but, you know, still uh, make some occasional um, appearances, stuff, stuff we've, uh, you know, done between radio and TV and more, much more focused on running the business now. That's awesome. What was the name of the station that you were on from 98 to, to 08? Madison, Wisconsin from 98 to 03 on 100.5 FM, the Stephen Craig show. And then I moved here in 03 and was on here from 03 to 08. Same thing, the Stephen Craig show on ESPN 760, which has since become ESPN 106.3. So that was pretty much the steady show. And then, you know, I've hosted our Monday night football show, our Monday night, our, our weekly college basketball show, our golf show on the weekends, uh, other general sports shows, and then also did some of our weekly TV stuff on WPTV News Channel 5 and West Palm. And you're still doing all that now? I, I, I had no idea you were still hosting shows. I got to get my... No, 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 <laughs> no. I, I haven't done any of that, man, in about 10 years. I, that's a young man's game. I leave that to you <laughs> kids. No, I went off the air uh, doing a daily show in 08. You know, doing a daily show requires an enormous amount of preparation. Yeah. Um, even, even the show that I did, which was very, I guess, the, what people and liken it to now would be almost like the Dan Levitard show. Okay. Very spontaneous, very loose. Uh, two guys who use sports as a backdrop to talk about everything going on in our, in our worlds, in our lives. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, there's a time where, you know, you, it's very hard to balance both things, run, running a business and doing really good on-air content. And there are times where they actually conflict in terms of what you feel comfortable saying and talking about. Um, I'm, I'm thrilled that we've, uh, like we say, we, we've been able to afford real talent. So we have, you <laughs> know, the Josh Cohens of the world, the Evan Cohens of the world, not to mention you know, the national programming that we ha have, such as, you know, your Golick and Wingo shows, Stephen A. Smith, Levitard, Stugatz, uh, things along things along those lines. So it's been about 10 years since I've done a daily show. Nice. We act, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. When you have the, the right talent, it makes your job a lot easier, right? That's for sure. You know, when you have talent to get it, and by get it, it means they have been trained. You know, I think a lot of people don't fully get, and I understand why, like what – how, why are they talking about what they're talking about right now? 
And there really, there really is a, for the successful ones, there's a method to the madness. The most successful people don't say, oh, I just turned on the microphone and just talked about whatever I wanted to. You know, they're thinking about who's their audience, what are the hot topics, and what are they passionate about? And if you can put those kind of three things together, then you have a, you have a pretty decent shot. Meaning, I know on air hosts that like really love a particular topic, but no one cares about it. So they have yeah. two choices. They can talk about it. Um, at the risk of losing the audience, or they could try to morph it into something, you know, that's interesting and exciting. But I really feel the other way is the better way to do it. You, you look at what are the masses excited about, and then you come up with what, what makes your angle, your perspective, your version unique relative to that. Yeah, exactly. You have to go where the listeners are and what they're interested in. And then I guess, you know, if you still want to put your own spin on it, if, if you're good enough, you will figure out a way to do that, I guess. That's right. I mean, when people are now in this age of media, we have so many shows, like whether it's sports or politics or general news, you know, there's so many shows, there's so many places where people can distribute content and there's so many different types of content for people to consume. It really does separate, you know, the men from the boys, you know, you have to be good. You have to. And that's why, you know, like things like podcasts can be sort of the ultimate, because if if you're listening to a podcast, it isn't the only thing that was on. It isn't on that station that you listen to. It's if you're listening to podcasts, it's I that is what I want to be listening to over all the other things that are out there right now. I'm going to go out of my way to download that and to consume that. It really is a you know been amazing to see the way technology is changing. I want to switch gears a little bit here and kind of go back to I guess your your day to day. So you're you're not. You're not producing a daily show yourself anymore. So what does your day-to-day look like uh, these days? I know you said you've been traveling a lot lately. Yeah, so in my role as the president of Good Karma, um, we have on our we have uh, several markets, you know, under that we're responsible for. So Milwaukee, Madison, Wisconsin, Cleveland, Ohio, D.C., Baltimore, and West Palm Beach. That's where we have actual offices. So I have a role in um, the structure and the strategy uh, from uh, really the structure and the operations um, that have to do with our offices. Um, those are our offices that are out, whether producing content or representing advertising inventory. Uh, we then have our home office, you know, so that's our business side. So I, I help oversee that. So that's everything from payables, receivables, benefits, you know, travel, um, that, that entire department. Um, but then the other way you could break it down would be um, based on our assets. So our assets, not as far as the physical offices, but our assets as far as what we do, you know, we do everything from represent radio inventory to digital inventory to, to events that we uh, create or run on behalf of, such as the Boca Raton Bowl or the Wisconsin Sports Award. So I have my hands in that. And my hands would be on everything from setting up the strategy on how to attack those from a sales and marketing standpoint to actually helping our team in the field. Um, you know, on the sales side. Um, and then on the other thing would be the content side. You know, we produce everything from radio shows to, you know, events that have 25,000 attendees to uh, TV shows as we are the sports department in West Palm Beach for WPTV. We produce several TV specials. Um, and then the other thing is just rep- be a representative in the community. So I represent um, Good Karma and ESPN on several, several boards um, several organizations, including the Orange Bowl Committee, um, where you know the Honda Classic uh, Board of Directors, the Palm Beach County Sports Commission, where um, I have a, a, a role 
not only representing us, but helping those uh, organizations and give them insights and feedback to help their organizations grow. And then the last thing I'd say is, you know, always working with team, our people on our team to grow. We look at it as a responsibility incumbent on everybody, but the leadership, um, management leadership, particularly on helping teams and uh, helping our team grow so they can achieve what their goals are so they can go from one role to the next role or one market to the next market or to achieve the financial, um, you know, success that they're looking to achieve. So no two days are the same, <laughs> um, hit a lot of events. I'm in a lot of offices, uh, you know, attend a lot of, you know, various games. I used to attend, I used to attend as a kid, as a fan. Then I attended as an on-air personality for a long time, which is probably the most fun because you had that, that fancy press pass. And um, now I'm doing more, you know, a lot, either entertaining our partners or, or there with, uh, you know, there with the organizations or teams that we, uh, you know, that we work with. So basically as a president, you have your hands in pretty much everything. It sounds like. I yes. Yeah. One way or the other, um, you know, and I, and there's a whole team, you know, we have 200 people in our company. So we have a, you know, a phenomenal uh, group that we're privileged to work with and, that's what keeps me going every day. Well, that's awesome. I mean, obviously you're a big sports fan and you must love sports because it seems like everything you've done throughout, you know, just your life and your career has, you know, kept it, you know, pretty much sports centric, you know, kept you, like you said, going to the games as a fan and then going as a sports agent and then going now just hosting people. So it, it, like it's, it's great that you've been able to build a career for yourself just kind of around what sounds like you're, you know, most passionate about. Right. And the most, and there are so many fun and sexy things about working in sports. You know, it still is a business. We still have like, you know, you run a business, you have, you have people on your team, you have employees, you have benefits, you have, you know, budgets, sales reports, you know, so there are some of those things that just like any other business you endure that aren't always, you know, as fun or as, um, you know, exciting, um, but yeah, you know, for the most part, yeah, having the chance to have a career in sports, you know, like many of us as a kid, you, you wish you could play a sport professionally or for a career. And then when you realize that that's not going to be, um, you think about the next closest thing. And, you know, my, my friends and I were always commentating on sports. So that's what kind of led us down that path. Um, and then from commentating on it to, you know, working in the business side on it. And I will tell you, it's the great connector. You know, there's lots and lots of different things. You know, there's politics and, you know, there's music and there's tons of different things. But sports is the great connector. You can talk about it with your peers, your parents, your kids, your leads, your your clients, your prospects, your team. You know, sports is really, truly is one of the great connectors of our lifetime. It cuts across ages, demographics, races, ethnicities, genders. Um, and it's really, you know, one of those few things that, you know, it's not as emo it's emotional because you're fans, but it isn't, let's just say, you know, it doesn't ruin friendships the way, you know, political debates yeah. or arguments might. And it's a very safe haven. And and it's a great place for businesses to, to put their message and to put their brand for that same reason. So it's a great place for businesses to work and advertise. It's a great place for people to enjoy. It's a great escape when you're in the car and you're driving from one meeting to another or at the, at the end of the day from your job um, and then with the advent of fantasy sports and now actually with the new relaxed laws about sports gambling, uh, I think it's only going to continue to become that much more mainstream. Yeah, 100%. So uh, with how busy you stay between 
just your day to day and and traveling. I'm sure. I mean, I know you have a family. Uh, your your wife and your son do. Do they attend a lot of the events with you? Do they travel a lot with you? Are they as fanatical about sports as you are? <laughs> uh, my wife's not quite the sports fan I am. She happens to be um, a very accomplished um, amateur golfer, oh. so she's more of the player. Um, and my kids, uh, uh, Drew and Evan, eight and four, uh, they both do love sports. I'm not sure if they had quite a quite of a choice uh, <laughs> in my house, but. Uh, luckily they do they do enjoy sports uh my four-year-old hums like the sports center theme song uh walking around the house so that makes me very proud and um we do go to games but when i'm taking my family to games that's my main priority you know it's being the time that's there with them is i want you know them to enjoy it and get the same fulfillment out of it you know that i did as a kid or that i continue to do Uh, most of the work events are in the evenings um so you know that can conflict with you know, bedtimes or things that they have going on, but we certainly make a concerted effort to go to games as a family. And cause I think it's great to expose, you know, expose the kids to that sort of thing. And then they also play, you know, they play sports, they um, play little league and baseball and soccer and football and basketball. And uh, I do make a pretty strong concerted effort to coach many of those teams as well with my travels. I usually have to have a really good assistant coach, <laughs> um, but um you know, I think there's a lot of value, not of certainly also to continuing to play in addition to continuing to follow and watch and consume. Yeah, definitely. And, and going back to what you said about when you're going to the games, just making an effort to make sure that it's all about that they're, you know, having as great a time at the game as you are. Because I'm, I'm sure for you, it is so easy to get to do there so much for work. Right. So I'm sure it's very easy for you to get in that work mode. And you're probably seeing a lot of the same people that you would see when you're there for work in the first place so it i'm sure sometimes it must be like an actual effort to say sorry guys i'm here with my kids right now i'm here with my wife we're we're here to enjoy the game i'm not going up to the box to to meet a client right now right right yeah but you know i think people actually appreciate when they see you with your kids they're they're, you know reminded that like you have a family and you know there's you you make that effort to do those things with them um, so I think it all works out pretty well. You know, a lot of people who work in sports, same thing, you know, they use, they're at so many games yeah. or so many events, but you know, there are those times with their family, which, you know, are very precious and, uh, you know, are great memories as well. That's good. So you said your, your wife's a golfer. I know you're a pretty big golfer too. Who wins when you guys go out and play? Oh, it's not even a contest. I mean, I, I I'm a decent golfer, but yeah, she was, a she's a great college player. Um, she is the club champ at our at our golf club. She's one of the better amateurs in South Florida. So uh, I have beaten her a couple of times, and I have I keep the scorecards and I like <laughs> to remind her. Um, but yeah, exactly. I like to just like occasionally bring them out, like, hey, remember this day? <laughs> um, but yeah, if we play a hundred times, she wins ninety eight. We'll wrap up here, and I know that you know this is the A one A limo podcast, so I wanted to ask you a few travel questions. So just to kind of, to wrap it up, a few quick, easy questions. Um, what is your favorite place to travel? I know you travel a lot for work, but do you, you and the family have a, a you know, special place that you like to travel on vacation or just a, a favorite city of yours that you travel to when you're traveling for work? Hmm, great question. We don't have any one um, place that we go to regularly as a family. We have a lot of different family that we visit in different places. Um, so like being, you know, just kind of being with family is great. I love going to New York, um, you know, growing up in that, in that area, there's something about being in, in the city 
there's like a, an energy that you get from it that you can, you know, it's kind of take with you. It, it always adds a little extra kick to my step, you know, for the next couple of weeks, wherever, you know, where, whenever I go back to, um, but yeah, there's so many, there's so many great spots that we, uh, you know, fortunate to be able to visit. Um, and it's always fortunate to be able to have A1A to get me there. So when you are traveling, what's the most important thing to you? Is it, you know, how you're getting there, uh, what your, what airline you're flying, uh, what hotel room you're staying in, you know, what, what, is, what are some of the, you know, the things you need to check off to make sure that your trip's going to go well? I'm pretty, I'm pretty airline agnostic because I go to so many different places. I wish yeah. I could be on one because then I would have like all time elite status. But, um, since I go to a bunch of different places, it's, uh, you know, um, and, and no one, no one airline exclusively or enough. Uh, that uh, I can't say I enjoy that level. Um, for me, honestly, it's like water and chargers, water <laughs> and chargers. So when I know that, like, if I bring a water or I pound through my water um, with some, you know, uh, whether it's A1A or on the airplane, you know, or, or airport, like that I can have, you know, refre- wa- particularly water for refreshments. And then also, you know, chargers. I'm pounding out work on my phone on my computer, you know, my backup charger, I like to try to keep charged. So like, for example, the other night I was, um, I had a long delay. I was on, and not only in the, in the terminal, but actually on the plane. So we were sitting on a tarmac for like two and a half hours, real easy for all your stuff to go dead. But it happened to be a newer model uh, airplane. This was in fact Delta. And I was able to keep everything charged because it had, it had the electrical ports at each, at each seat. Um, that was awesome because I was, you know, it, it eased my frustration of having to be sitting there, you know, already and was able to, you know, be, be that much more effective, you know, and get my stuff done. So if I have that, um, you know, the rest I can generally deal with. Awesome. All right. Then my last question, uh, you've obviously been very successful throughout your career. You, you've built a business around something that you love, uh, in sports, uh, if you had one tip for anyone else listening or some words of advice to do kind of the same thing, build, be successful in career in their career or in life in general, what would it be? Well, I, I think it's just grind. It's that the people that are willing to grind. I know a lot of people with great ideas who don't have the stick to it, to carry them out. I know a lot of people that um, show up, but they don't make an impact. Um, I know a lot of people that like go to an event, a networking event, and they show up the second it starts and then the second it ends because they're not willing to put in the work that it takes to get there. If you're willing to grind, and I mean like, you know, t- it's a word that Tiger Woods always used, you know, grind. And there's an extra term that we look for in people called grit. And that's like, are they willing to get their hands dirty? Are you willing to put in the time, put in the work, put in the effort, send the thank you email, send the recap, be proactive, follow up with the idea deliver on what you say you're going to deliver, you know, all of those things. Um, if you're the guy, it's real simple. You can look back in your career and you know, if you're the one that's willing to do that or not based on the results, you know, um, I think it was uh, actually Udonis Haslam who had a great, you know, statement about, you know, you should never be surprised at the outcome uh, if you've analyzed what your willingness was to do the work. And I think that's really, really accurate statement and uh, something that everyone you know, should keep in mind. And I really believe if you're willing to put in the work and you're willing to put it, you know, you're willing to do the follow through, 
I've never seen that that fail. Yeah, so that would be my uh, advice. Awesome, man. Well, I uh, appreciate you taking the time to jump on the call today. I uh, and like I said, it's one of the first shows, and I can't wait to get it out there for everyone to hear. And uh, thanks again, man. I really appreciate it. Well, you got it. You guys keep doing what you do. What you do great. I mean, it's hard to have a company that that has hundreds of drivers where they all represent you professionally, first class. You know, clean vehicles, have the waters, call to follow up. You know, are friendly. Um, you know, it's such a competitive industry out there. And uh, you know, whatever you you guys have done, what your dad has started, and what you've continued to take and even grow. Um, keep it up because, uh, you know, we're real lucky to be in partnership with you guys. I really appreciate it, Steve. Likewise. All right. I'll let you go. Thanks again, sir. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye, Rick. Thank you. Hey guys. Thanks again for tuning into the wheels up business travel podcast. Uh, we will be interviewing and continuing to broadcast new episodes on a weekly basis. So don't forget to subscribe so you can see whenever we put out a new episode. Uh, Again, if you could please rate and review us, leave us some feedback, we would greatly appreciate it. And thanks again so much for tuning in and uh, we'll catch you next time on the Wheels Up Business Travel Podcast.